0: Well, howdy folks, and welcome back to another episode of the Outdoor Evolution Podcast. So today's episode is a a bit of a play off of an episode that we did in season one called Dear Outdoor Influencers, where some would say, um, not me, not us, but some would say that we sort of called out a bunch of outdoor media creators to basically step up and be mindful about how they're influencing people, how they could be getting taken advantage of by certain companies and the industry, and how it is our responsibility, their responsibility, to be good stewards of the land that we're all out taking photos on and shooting our through-hike vlogs on. Um, I mean, hell, we've done a ton of different, we'll call them call-to-action episodes, about what our role as public land users is. Uh, whether you're creating on it or simply just going for a hike on it. But today, we want to turn that focus on another part of the community, a big part of it, the uh, the part of it that fuels us or, I guess, outfits us to get out and enjoy public lands, which is the outdoor industry. I'm talking about companies. I'm talking about people who make gear, maybe, maybe certain companies that uh, – guiding companies, anybody that is a part of the industry that helps the rest of us get out there and enjoy them. Uh, in you know, What do we expect from the industry? As hikers, as climbers, as bike packers, as people that are a part of this community, what do we expect from the industry? And I'm not just talking about new gear, different size options, more affordable ultralight items, etc. But what do we expect as far as what the industry is doing to step up and be good stewards of the land themselves um, and, you know, helping us to continue enjoying that land. And today, I thought the perfect co-host for this episode is someone that I actually met not too long ago, um, but was instantly impressed with uh, how they were choosing to step up as a as a newcomer, a newcomer to this uh, mm. this, this community, <laughs> and uh, maybe even industry. And that is Mr. Nick Green. Welcome, buddy. Thank you, man. Newcomer <laughs> Nick Green
1: in the red corner.
0: <laughs> you know, like there should like be that. some sort of like an intro music there.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like in the 50s when they used to do, and introducing, you know, this character on this movie, <laughs> introducing for the first time ever. Yeah,
0: man. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. We should start... Whenever yeah. <laughs> we, we have co hosts, we should start having intro music come in with them. Like, That's great. Like kinda of like professional wrestlers, like the John yes, Cena music. Yes. Da, 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 da. Then, yeah. Fire and <laughs> lightning bolts and so um, you know, as 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 most of you know, because I've mentioned it a thousand times, especially here on the podcast, Outdoor Evolution launched a campaign in two thousand twenty called hashtag Give a shit. And lately we've been we've been doing these hashtag Give a shit company spotlights. But for this episode, we're not going to do a specific company um, and you know, talk about what they're doing to give back because the whole point of this episode is to really talk about um, you know, the thing that we have done as a small company, Outdoor Evolution, the thing that I've done as a personal creator, as Darwin on the Trail, um, to give back and to try to bring more thought to mm-hmm. public lands. Um, you know, when we started – give a shit. It was really because I I was seeing that like, well, here I am a creator mm. and I'm doing this thing to give back. I'm giving a portion of like what I'm making off of what I'm creating back to public lands and trying to help it. Um, but all these companies that I'm buying from, what are they doing? Like, are they giving anything back? So that's really why we started it. And, and I guess again, to kind of Bring that back. Mm. That's what today's episode is about. Like, that's what I expected. I expect, like, well, if you're a company, if you're an outdoor influencer, if you're out making a film about public lands, if if you're doing something where there's profit being made, like, what the hell are you doing to get back? Right. Yeah. You know. And okay, I want to. I want to make a vow to you right now. <laughs> okay. Are you going to propose? Vows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, I don't. I I'm going to try really hard in this uh, hour two hour, whatever, however long this is, to not just be like complaining and bitching the whole time. Yeah.
0: And you know, we've talked about this a ton of times, folks, like in tons of episodes, I'm not here to solve any problems. Like I'm not saying this is the way to do it and everybody should do it this way and listen to Darwin. That's not what I'm saying. You know, the whole point of this podcast has always been like, hey, here's a thought. Does anybody else have this thought? Like, let's talk about it. What the hell can we do to maybe make it better or, you know, push it along? So yeah <laughs> I
1: saw well because I sometimes I fall victim to that sometimes I mean oh, I do too because I think we all do right because we're so passionate about what we're talking about it, you can you can sometimes fall into the trap of like the passion turns into criticism turns into going around in the circle over and over again and not right. truly getting anywhere with your words yeah. and you just start complaining and keep complaining. So I'm really going to try not to do that.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to make that same vow because I mean, there's literally a reason we called our campaign hashtag give Give a shit. shit. (laughs) Like we wanted to make it broad because it was kind of me complaining like, Hey companies, like give a shit, like do something. (laughs) Right. And the first,
1: the first thing that comes to my mind, which is always the first thing that comes to my mind when I, when I think about this is like, there's such a wall between, us as consumers and us as companies, right? And it's like, I don't know as a consumer where my money is going really. Right? Who's telling the truth and how much of that truth is actually the truth and who's just disregarding what they're saying altogether? So, you know, dishing out $300 for a new pack that, cool, the 10% goes to public lands. Is it really going there? Right. Can people just say things and not do it? I think we've proven over the
0: past. Well, you know, I'll, I'll even say that it's it's not even. I don't even think there's enough companies saying that they might doing not even that, say it, right? right. It's I, to a point. I believe that if a company is saying that they're doing it, um, I I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. My whole thing is like there's companies that aren't even even that <laughs> aren't even thinking that that's a the thing that they should do or yeah. think about or
1: contribute to yeah uh, there, there's another aspect as well that will i'm sure touch upon it's like cool you're donating 10 percent of your profits five whatever percent to this organization i don't even know what that organization does or if those funds are actually going to a right. place i want them to go to you know when you're at the grocery store and it's like donate a dollar to the
0: human fund right <laughs> the human <fund. laughs> and you're like, yeah sure why not we do so many seinfelds no, like <laughs> so many like references to Seinfeld on this this podcast easily turn into ridiculous Seinfeld
1: quotes the entire time (laughs) but great cool the human fund I I guess you know what I mean and it makes you feel good as a consumer it's going somewhere but like what does that even really mean and I I think just the transparency is such a big point for me
0: in terms of brands and companies so let me ask you this being somebody that's new to the so let's give a little bit who am I Who, who is you um so, you're new, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I, I threw hiked in 2020, I threw hiked the AT. And that was your first? That was my first big 4 okay. it. Th- that was my first through hike. Is, yeah. is
0: it your first? How long have you, I guess, maybe this is a goofy question. How long would you say that you've been in the outdoor been community? Been in the outdoors, right? No, get goofy. You no, know I mean? that's fine.
1: Yes. So, um, I grew up in South Florida, and my outdoor community was on the sea, just going on gotcha. boats and water skiing and things like that, and in the Everglades. Okay. And, I was in like a company, a uh, organization at school called save what's left in like sixth grade. Hmm. It was, it was a fantastic organization. Yeah. We had like nine members clearly out of school of, you know, thousands. Um, but anyway, that, that really started, uh, got me into thinking about, you know, our, our world as something that's not indoors. And then just growing up, I started hiking more and more. I moved to California about 10 years ago. So I got really involved in like you know, the the peaks and things that were out there. I climbed Mount Rainier in Washington and then did Mount Whitney. And, you know, so I've done a lot of these like smaller contained hikes, climbs, I suppose. Um, And the dream was always to hike the AT. Since I was like 10 years old, I wanted to do the AT. So I've been, in my mind, part of this community for a long time.
0: Um, So early on in the beginning of the episode, you know, I I said, and and this is kind of why I'm I'm, I'm building this up. I said, you know, what the outdoor community expects of the outdoor industry because mm. that's really what i wanted to talk about you know I, I have my thoughts of what i think the industry should do yeah but that's me right like that's outdoor evolution that's my company and right and my little i guess group of people that kind of believe in this but um you know, sometimes i think that am i the only one that thinks that this is you know this yeah. is am i the only one that expects these things of an industry that is that is using something for profit Are there other people that that care? Do other people, you know? I said early on, what the outdoor community expects. Does the outdoor community expect these things of the outdoor (sighs) industry? Did you like getting into it? Is it something you had thought about? It's a great question because my purpose of being
1: in the outdoors is probably the antithesis to what we're talking about right now. Like I love going into the outdoors to get the hell away from. Our world sometimes, right? You know what I mean. That's what I really enjoy about it, and the sad reality of of us as human beings is like the best stewards we could be. Sometimes is just leaving it the hell alone. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Sure, it's it's the max patch thing that you've talked about yeah. over and over, yep. and and it's like let's just stop being involved at all. And you know what? That will benefit um, the world sometimes. So uh, as as a hiker getting into it. I was pretty aware. Man, I, I the older I get, I'm just becoming more and more misanthropic, really. Just like I, human beings are, we're tough, man. Yeah. We are really tough <laughs> yeah. to appreciate, you know? And I, I have this idea that like people in general, like humans as a race are terrible. We're awful. We, we have proven time and time again that we don't do the right things.
0: Yeah, we tend to
1: screw up a lot, don't we? Yes. Worry. However, individuals, Persons uh, are unbelievable. Right. right, Beautiful and inspiring yeah. and are oh, capable absolutely. of doing phenomenal oh, things.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're all capable of doing phenomenal right. things. It's if, just when
1: we get to the masses, right. we just mess up over and over again. So the question is like, w- what did I expect from people? Well, I expected them to act exactly the way they act. Us, mm. and I don't want to say they because I'm part of that community. I'm a, I'm, I'm a people, right? right. Like right. I'm part of that. But I also expected individuals and persons like yourself and others to act the way you're acting as well. Right. Like I did expect for there to be bright, shiny spots of humanity in individuals. I just knew that like once you get people involved and corporations involved and entities involved. And money involved. And money involved. That's the big thing, right? It's just so disheartening.
0: Yeah, and it's something that, you know, the reason I wanted to ask you is because I think that there's a lot of, you know, what I expect of the industry I've always, I've always thought like, well, if I'm, you know, I I mentioned in a video once and we were having a little pre-conversation about it's like I mentioned, someone asked me about one time about a backpacking tax and they said, you know, if you, how would you feel if you bought a pair of shoes or a backpack or even a permit to hike something that a portion of that money was a tax that went back to the thing that you're using it on? So you buy a you know, uh, a, a, a permit to hike in a certain place and that money, or at least a portion of it goes back to the place that you're hiking. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why not? And then I started diving more into it and realizing like, oh, well, these things have been happening for a long time. You have the Dingle Johnson act. Um, you have, I can't remember the other one, but for years, you know, if you buy hunting equipment mm-hmm. to go hunt on these lands, there's a tax that is on every time you buy that hook for your for, you know, to go fishing. Yeah. Every time you buy ammunition, every time you buy a gun, a scope, any of that stuff, a portion of that money from a tax goes back to the land that right. you're hunting and fishing on. And I was like, well, shit, that makes sense. Like, why don't we do that? So I think that I've kind of always expected that that, yeah, that's a thing. Like you buy something, you know, it's it's like whenever you buy, um, Whenever you go to get new plates on your car. Uh-huh. Like the money that you're spending on those plates is supposed to go back to repairing the roads that you're driving, right? On, right, sure. Like that's how what it do works. What do you need plates for? You need roads. Exactly. What do you need roads <laughs> for? For the plates. Ding. Right. So I've kind of always expected that, but I'm always interested. And the reason I wanted to have the conversation with you is because someone being new into that community, mm-hmm. is that something that you expect? Do you, you know, when you're buying that first backpack you know to do your at hike or all this gear because i'm sure like you you bought all new gear before you went to go do the at yes an accumulation over years okay. but at one point it was new right <laughs> is did you have a thought yeah. like hey i am buying this thing a portion of the money that i'm buying like that i'm spending on this backpack wow. these shoes is going back to it
1: i think i had a, a recognition of the unanswerable question and okay. to use the hunter fisherman um uh, example People who care about the land seemingly the most are the hunters and, and fishermen yeah. and women, right? And which came first, right? Was it like, they care about this, so of course they're going to accept a tax on it, right? Essentially what it what is a tax? Cool. Like, yes, let's do this. Or they're the, they're, they were the proponents of it. Or was it the other way? Was it like, yeah. no, you have to care about this since you're using it. And because you have to, we're going to excise this tax on it or something like that. And I don't know what the answer would be in the outdoor community. So did I expect, you know, my pack and my shoes and that sort of thing to, again, I think there's just a recognition of like what we do as people. And, and, you know, man, I don't think any amount of, I've heard you talk about education a lot and like the the lack of education or the massive lack of education, right? I I honestly don't know if that, certain. it certainly is a problem. I don't know if it's the problem. And here's what I mean by that. Who doesn't know pollution is bad? Right. Everybody knows. Right. Everyone. Yeah. You don't need to educate anybody on that. It's It's just common sense. Great. You know it. Now what? Right. And... Yes, if someone you know someone's out there. Listen, dude. If someone, if every time someone threw a McDonald's bag on the ground in the Smoky Mountains, they got a punch in the face, they wouldn't throw McDonald's bags on the ground. Oh, I've anymore. said stuff like that for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just no immediate, in quotes here, immediate repercussions from throwing right. McDonald's bags on the ground. It doesn't right. affect me right now, so I know. I just really don't care that much. Right. Right? It's not really about the education. Yeah.
0: And and I kind of know what the answer is, like what I'm asking. Like, do people expect it? Like, do people expect companies to give a portion of that money back to the thing that it's being used on? No. No. They don't expect it. But I guess my question and what I want to get people to think about and the whole point of this episode is why? why? Why don't we expect it? Why, if if you expect every time you go to buy uh, some plates for your car, yeah, if you expect that money to go back to the roads that you're driving on, and it's just common sense, like we all just know it. It's not like yeah, you don't get taught that in school or something. It's just something you know, right? Like right. it's it's like you said, it's it's just something you know,
1: rather than some dude with a monocle getting rich on like plate taxes, <laughs> right. which probably is also happening. But so, <sighs>
0: as a community, yeah. why don't we expect? These companies that are making millions, billions, trillions, because the outdoor industry now, Trillion. folks, I, I like to always bring this up is in the trillions. Is that with a T? With a T. <laughs> Trillion TR. dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah. Multi-trillion dollar industry. Why don't why as a community, as the people that are using it, the people that want to continue to use it, the people that sit around and complain and and you know, gripe that, well, there's too many people on Max Patch well you know this national park was trashed when i went to it well you know there's there's only so many permits for doing this trail and i couldn't get a permit we want to sit around and complain about those things but why aren't we expecting there to be more funding for it from the thing that we're putting money into in your in your mind is funding
1: the biggest issue I know that's a ridiculous question. What's the biggest issue? But like, I think funding helps a lot with it, right? Like,
0: If there's more funding, there's more infrastructure. Mm -hmm. If there's more infrastructure, there's more education. If there's more education, there's better stewards. So I think it all is trickle. I think like you can like most things, trickling down. Yeah. I mean, I think you can point it all towards money, right? Like if there's more money there, well, more money can be invested, so more things can happen. There can be more people hired on to a trail association. If there's more people in a trail association, more people can go out and take care of the trail you know what i mean so it's it's kind of this this uh, this trickle down thing and i think a lot right. of it comes from funding i mean that's because that's the biggest thing right now in with public lands is lack of funding i mean that's that's the lack of education as well sure it's huge i just i, I i'm not i don't know if
1: expectations are ever going to be met then yeah i don't know if we're capable honestly in our the way our, our world is set up right now, and specifically our American world is set up right now, I don't know if expecting companies to give a shit and care is ever really going to happen. And even if they're mandated to by governmental mm-hmm. organizations, there will be some other facet that's not quite met as well. I what I what I I guess without being too disheartened by the whole thing, it's yeah. just like it's hard. It's hard not to get disheartened okay. by it. I'm not going to
0: expect you to do it, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to do it, right? Right, and so, that's you know to bring everybody yeah. kind of up to speed. That's that's why I had Nick on 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 this episode, and and kind of you know I said that I was impressed when I first met him because, as most of you know, back in 2019, I went out and and shot a film called Through the Great Southwest, and the whole point of the film wasn't to make me a famous filmmaker, and it wasn't to make a bunch of money. It was to do something to give back. I was looking at my impact. I was looking at like, well, here I am. I'm doing these three hikes. Mm-hmm. I'm using this land. I'm, I'm vlogging. I have a YouTube channel. I'm making it very popular. I'm bringing more people out to the trail. I'm obviously helping to sell backpacks and shoes. God knows that that's what people came to my channel for. Yeah. Um, I am putting an impact on these things that need help. Right. So it's up to me to step up do something to try to raise awareness, try to raise funds, try to give back to it in any way that I can. Not And not just financial, giving back educational, right. giving back awareness, giving back inspiration to inspire people to also maybe go do the same thing. And me as an individual was able to like raise a ton of money for something. I was able to bring a lot more attention to it. The the actual, um, the size of the association grew a little bit. A lot of people joined that association. So I was able to do something as an individual. And when I first met Nick, just back in October, yeah. um, you were kind of on the same path. You know, when we were talking, you, you had to kind of bring everybody up to speed. Nick did the AT. He decided to go out and shoot a documentary on it. Not do did did you did you originally think about doing was it a vlog that was going to be on YouTube and then no. you decided or was it from the get go I was going to make a documentary? it
1: was originally supposed I had every intent of making a ninety minute movie right and I came home and it ended up being seven thirty minutes thirty minute episodes right. it just it flowed better that way in my True. opinion but. I'm not in the YouTube vlogging world. Right. I'm not in the Instagram world. I'm I'm so foreign to that, and I'm finding positives in it. Sure. And There are certain positives, of course, sure. but it's so alien to me. So like, I wasn't about to go out there and, and vlog because I just I didn't know how to do it. Right. I didn't I didn't think I'd be very good at it, and I didn't think I'd really like it that much.
0: So he he shot a film, and then we got into conversation at Alda at the Alda Gathering. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, I really like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I like." kind of how you're going about things, what you did with through the great Southwest, what you're doing with some other projects. I kind of want to do something like that too. Right. And right from the get go, I was like, holy shit. Like here's somebody that is new to this community, has everything to gain as far as like, hey, I made a thing. I can get popular. I can make money off of it. And instantly wanted to say like, that makes sense to me. I expect, you know, I think again, it comes down to expectations. (laughs) Yeah, right. I saw that, that you were like, oh, well, that makes sense. I went out and put impact on something. I hiked something. I made something. I'm going to promote it. Oh, man. I
1: should give back to it. it. And it's deeper than that. I mean, I'm I'm more of your mindset. I think it's incumbent upon us as users to give as well. Yeah. Man, if all we ever do is take, which again, we do a lot of, we'll take and take and take until we don't exist anymore and the world literally kicks us and other living things out and replenishes. It's so clear to me anyway that that's kind of the trajectory of humanity right now so there are people who are giving and you are extremely inspiring in that regard because you had everything to lose in doing
0: what you're doing and i did <laughs> <laughs> lost quite a bit uh, oh pal. Wow. you know i but that's the my, point my ins- like my uh i was gonna say my <laughs> insanity but not my insanity my uh your sanity my sanity, sanity yeah i lost my sanity <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's it's also, man, it is true in some practical sense, but it's also not true. It's also you did gain somebody like me saying, cool, Darwin, hey, man, I want to do this. I don't really know how because, as you keep pointing out, I'm a newcomer. Sure. What do I do? How do I do this, man? And, and, it, and my our original conversation was that it wasn't like, Hey man, how'd you make money? Hey man, how'd you, it's how did you go about actually giving back? Right. And I'm really interested in that. And I would suspect that again, as much shit as we're talking on human beings, there are some fabulous ones out there. Really there are. And I would just, I would actually submit that most people individually are, um, they want to, they just kind of really don't know how. And that was me, man. I, I how Okay, I have all this money, and now what do I do with it? Or I have all this time, and now what do I do with it? And as you've pointed out over and over again, it's not that easy. No. You can't just go to some organization that's a nonprofit or a trail organization or conservancy effort and say, hey, cool, I have all this stuff. Right? Let me give it to you. Right. It doesn't really work that way, which is crazy. It's freaking crazy. It is crazy. But it is a reality. So how do you actually go about hashtagging giving of shit how do you do it
0: (laughs) you know yeah i mean you know it's i think that for me it it was why i'm using you and i as an example is is it's like you and i were able to see like oh it's it's what i expect of me it's what it's what maybe the community expects of me at least it's what i think like oh the community expects or at least i expect that the community expects oh, boy. that that i care that yeah. i give back that i do something um and not just use it and i guess my overall question and again kind of what the yeah. the episode is titled why like if you and i can do that if you can step up and say hey i'm going to go do this thing right off the bat i'm going to do this if i can go out and do something and give back why the hell can't these companies right. give back listen all right uh, so why can't we why can't we inspire the companies. And that was kind of the whole right. point of of give a shit. And you know, we every company, I, I do want to point this out. As much as I love all these companies, I really do love all these companies. Um, you know, when obviously whenever we first put the campaign together, we reached out to a bunch of companies that I had kind of dealt with in the past. Right. Companies that I used and I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this? Do you want to give back? Um, so obviously that first run of companies was companies that I contacted yeah. and said, I think that you should give back. What do you think about that? And great response. Companies were like, yeah, that makes sense. I want to get on this. That makes sense. I want to give back. Amazing companies. Anybody that wants to go check them out, go to theoutdoorevolution.com. Up in the uh, the top in the menu, you can find hashtag give a shit. Click on that. You can see all the amazing companies that are a part of give a shit. But ever since we did that, I mean, we've promoted the hell out of give a shit. Mm-hmm. These companies have promoted the hell out of it. I have had in now going on, I mean, a year and a half of having the campaign. I've had one company, one who know, reach out to me. Yeah, and, you know, right there on the page, it says, "Hey, if you're a company that wants to get involved, if you're a company that wants to care, if you want to step up, if you want to give a, you know, portions back." contact us let us know we'd love to have you know, it's, it's not like we don't ask for anything like we're not asking like hey give right. us money to be on our campaign it's literally just a pledge it's it's you saying like hey i want to give back to blank association whether yeah. that's they a trail get to decide they get to decide yeah. whether it's a national park whether yeah. it's a, a trail association a trail associate. yeah can't say it, get it baby. trail association <laughs> yeah. in their backyard um they get to decide that and then we promote them it's like free promotion. And like it's we're advertising like them for free. They're
1: not. It's not like they're not aware of you either, because these no, are the same companies no. that are hitting you up for exactly. other things. Exactly. That's the
0: discrepancy. And then it's like, well, why? Like out of year and a half of yeah. me pushing this, promoting it, trying to do good, why aren't why aren't more companies contacting us? And it makes me start to think like because companies don't care. Because companies don't want to step up. They don't want to give back. They don't want to give a shit. They don't. They want to what? They want to make money? Yeah. And then on top of that, then it infuriates me because I'm like, well, why aren't people expecting? Why aren't people sending companies emails and saying like, hey, I'm buying your $500 tent. I'm buying your $200 shoes. I want my money to go back to something. Right. Like you're profiting all this money. Why isn't my, you know, So that's kind of why I'm asking, that's why I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking the question, why aren't people expecting that? I say that what the outdoor community expects, but sometimes I feel like I'm the only one that expects that. And like, am I insane for that? No, I I, stop caring about
1: that? I honestly don't think you're the only one who expects it. I just think people are, are, because it is what it is right now, people are accepting it. (laughs) not expecting it they're accepting it it's kind of like once outdoor companies become like medical insurance companies where you only (sighs) really exist to make money that's a good way to put it right like that's a really sad state of affairs that you only exist to make money you're not really trying to help anybody
0: i will say this yeah there was one company, and I won't call them. I won't call names because you know we kind of talked about it before. We'll leave names out. We always try to not name companies on this, but I'm pretty sure that you all can figure out you're, who the company. is. Why, why do you do this? Because oh, it's fun. On the edge. Because it's fun. Like it's like a scavenger hunt, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, yeah, sure. It's cryptic. I like being cryptic. <laughs> um, in the very beginning, there was a certain company that I really wanted to be on. Give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't reach out to them for certain reasons, which I won't go into on this because it's not important, Um, a company that that I thought could do way better in a lot of different areas. I might have even made comments about it. And because I expected that, because I showed that, because I talked about it in very cryptic ways, that company on their own stepped up and started a program by themselves, not give a shit, and I haven't even asked them to be on it since then because I'm like, they're doing a great job by themselves. They don't need to be on Give a Shit. They stepped up and started their own give back program and started promoting good stewardship on their own. And so I, this is a positive story. It's an insanely positive story. So why even?
1: So why be cryptic at all?
0: Well, I just don't like ever calling out names. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, it's. And it's because I don't want any of the negative stuff to come yeah. with it. Because there's it, one positive and a thousand negative. Because it led to that. It led to me expecting that mm, of this company and okay. me standing up okay. and saying shit about it. Me sending them messages, being like, I don't understand why you don't care. I don't understand why you don't want to give back, why you don't want to step up. And, you know, I might have said cryptic things in yeah. my YouTube videos about it, saying certain things about certain companies that yeah. didn't share the same ethics as me. And it was like me expecting it, me saying something about it as a community, as a person in the community. And it got that company to stop, think about it and be like, oh, shit, we could we could do better. We could care. We could give back. Why aren't we? Why? Why aren't we giving back? Why don't we care? And they did on their own. And I guess my point is. As a community. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I guess point? as a yeah. I, I bullied him is basically what I'm trying to get. Yeah. I God. think that my point is is if the community really believes that, yeah, if a community really wants that, then shouldn't we be stepping up and expecting that of all the companies that we're giving our money to, not just this one. Be- and it shouldn't be because like they're bullied. It shouldn't be because like I'm saying cryptic shit in a YouTube video. It right. should be because the community is like, hey. I'm spending money with you. I'm using these public lands. This is something I care about. It's something I want to give back to. Right. Will you take a portion of this money and give it back? Because they will follow. I think so. They
1: will follow, which is... which is. I think so. Okay, but that's kind of a different argument than trickling down, right? That's as individuals, us standing up and saying, sure. hey, we expect well, you yeah, to do it this. Starts, right?
0: It starts somewhere, right? Right. I mean, that's how I felt with Give a Shit. It's like, yeah. well... Here I am saying cryptic shit in YouTube videos. Here I am bitching and complaining about something. It's something that is irritating me. I got to do something. Mm -hmm. I have to. Like, if nobody else is going to do something, I got to do something. Is There is born hashtag give a shit. I'm like, you know what? I am literally just going to bully companies. And, like, I love all my give a shit companies. Not my give a shit companies. I love all the give a shit companies. They all Mm -hmm. know that. that are listening to this. But to a point, like it was a bit of a bullying tactic. I sent him an email and said, "Hey, you want to step up and care, or do you not?" And it was like, "Yeah." And it was like, "What company is going to say, like, nah? Yeah, I'm not going to do that." He's going to be cryptic about us, man. We got to do this.
1: (laughs) But you know, it's here's the thing, though, man. Like, if you Google right now, outdoor brands that give back, a bunch come up. They do, like, they're there. I just but but
0: what percentage? Well. You know what? I won't get into that. Well, we, I, we I talked just, about it on the podcast other yeah other give back programs. I look at them as marketing tactics, which
1: is the that's a great point though. I mean, yeah. there's and so I don't want to call any of them
0: out because I know like it's doing something right. So I don't want to like I don't ever want to shed negative light on something that's at least like it, maybe it's not what I expect, but mm-hmm. it's hey at least it's something. It gets people thinking right. maybe. Because um, I mean, yeah. clearly there are there are so many outdoor brands,
1: and clearly yeah. some of them, at the very least, they're doing good work, yeah. right? Like there are brands that are doing something. There's just they're the minority. Yeah, is that right? Oh,
0: absolutely, no question.
1: It's not even a question. Okay, no. but 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 that's the point. I think from the con- consumer's perspective. <laughs> because we trust everything on Google, if we look up Google and we say, "Oh, you know, I'm sure there's an article written that says top ten brands that give back to yeah. the outdoors," and you read it and you're like, "Oh, cool! I know that brand. I know this brand. I know that brand. Oh, they all do it. Great. I'm this is this is satisfying my my itch right, right now. This is scratching me right where I itch, and now I can go get out, out outdoors and do what I want to do. And there's also a misconception there as well, right? Is it the, the public's responsibility to be so educated about this and really do deep dives like John Oliver style and really just hop in and like, mm-hmm. I know everything about the outdoor industry now and where they give back and where they don't. Right. That's a lot to expect from people as well.
0: Um, I just think it, it is. And it's like a bit of an honor system too. It's like, yeah, with give a shit, you know, like I'll, I'll tell everybody right now, like we get a hold of these companies and we say, Hey, do you want to be a part of this? Yeah. They say, yes. And we say, okay, our only stipulations is just tell us. You you don't have to prove it, but tell us how much you plan on giving back and who, because we like promoting that. Like, hey, if you buy this piece of gear from this company, you know, your money is going to go back to this. And people like that. You know, people are like, oh, well, I live in that state. I live in that region. Like, I would love to buy gear from this company if I know that that money is going to go back to the place that I use, right? But, I mean, we don't. You know we don't ask for their yeah we don't ask for like hard you know paper trail like show us where you made a donation we want to see the <laughs> damn <receipt."> the money <laughs> right so yeah. you know it's yeah uh, I, I hope that all the companies that are on give a Shit are doing what they say they do and you know I 100 percent believe in them yeah because sure. the people that we've dealt with and the people that are in these companies are great people they're amazing people and they came to me and said hey this is really great and they're promoting it you know our other stipulation is that the company put something on their website yeah a page that talks about specifically what they're giving back to hell i'm gonna call out some names enlightened equipment talks about giving back to the save the boundary waters like that is the thing that they really give back to um waymark gear company Mm -hmm. gives back to um a lot of the utah public lands things like bear's ears stuff like that um you know, what's, what's another great company, Appalachian gear company. We, we've mentioned a ton of times on this podcast gives back to the ATC. They sponsor Ridge runners mm-hmm. and, and give back to that trail. So, you know, that is really the only stipulation, but you know, as far as you're talking about like getting real investigative, like yeah. I just think it really, I've always thought that the outdoor industry and the community especially is a very honest community and we're all homegrown and we all, Support each other and, right. and and respect each other and believe each other, I think, to a certain point. And of course you're gonna have bad apples in that, but I really think that's all it takes. You know, the community expecting the industry to step up and the industry yeah. saying, like, you know what? This is the community that we that we need, we yeah. need to make a profit off of. We need to help get our products out there. Um, this is what they want from us. Let's listen. Let's
1: do this. So two things come to mind. One is pack and soul, which is, which is the documentary. Yeah. 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 Right Let's now. talk about that. Yeah. So it, we, we launched it three weeks ago on, on Vimeo. Yeah. Right. And we've made a few thousand dollars on it. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Super dope. It's not that much money. Right. But it's something, right? Yeah. So it's probably, it's easy for me to say, okay, 3,000, whatever thousand dollars it's made so far. I, do I need that right now in my life? Fortunately, I don't need that. And I've already in my mind adjusted for it. That's not even really my money or a portion of it isn't anyway. This is my money in that it's public lands money and conservancy effort money and things like that. That's easier maybe to reconcile than millions and billions and trillions of dollars like sure. you're talking about. Sure. You know, when, when you have these massive companies, it's like if I write a $3,000 check to whatever organization land conservation organization, that's kind of easier for me to swallow than maybe sure. a company saying, here's a $500,000 check, something right. like that, right? St- it doesn't excuse anything, certainly not, but it it, it may be easier, easier for the individual to say, here's how I'm giving back, which by the way, it's not only about money. It really isn't because with pack and sold, the idea isn't only to give back a certain amount of money. I don't know how much money we're going to make on it. If that's the whole goal, then like we might fall short. The goal is also with some funds, let's coordinate an, an effort of 50 people, 20 people, whatever it is. Get out on the PCT where I live right out there in California and, and go do trail maintenance yeah. or join a local club or go clean up the freaking beach where I live. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's Absolutely. something Absolutely. and coordinate those efforts. So it's not even about a giant company writing a million-dollar check to the ATC or beyond. Right. It's about what are these coordinated
0: efforts and time also. It's right. not just about the money. You know, the other thing is, like, I've had a ton of people since whenever I came out with Through the Great Southwest, and I started talking about giving back and caring. And, you know, this again, this is before I Give a Shit, where I was just simply like, hey, I think that people should step up. I think that influencers should right. step up. I think that, hell, people just going out for a picnic and a day hike that yeah. are using public land should care. You know, they should get involved with the trail association, give the trail association 20 bucks a year, you know, to be a member, like that's all it takes. That helps them, you know, not only does it help them put extra, you know, an extra $20 from every person that donates, you know, into the association, but also every time they go to apply for grants, the more people that are part of the association, the more people that sign up for volunteer hours, like volunteer hours are a big thing. Like whenever they, They say, you know, we have this many volunteer hours. Those hours are worth money Mm -hmm. for grants and stuff. You know, I, I started talking about all this and I would get a response from tons of people that would say stuff to me like, well, you know, that makes sense for you because you're making money off of it. But, you know, I'm just trying to save for my first through hike and I have all this expensive gear to buy. I can't afford to also donate money to something. And like, you know, to a degree, I understand that. Like, okay, you know, everybody's tight with money. Not everybody can afford to give back to public lands. You know, I made a film. I was able to raise money. You made a film. You're able to raise money and give back something. Some people can't do that. But my argument is, well, but what you can do is by buying that gear, if you know that that company, Mm -hmm. if you expect that company to give a portion back, then just by simply buying a backpack. Doing what you're going to do anyway. Doing the thing you're going to do anyway. Yeah you can give back. Like you are giving some of your money back. You're already buying something and then a portion of that money is giving back to something. And like, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that make you feel good? Wouldn't that help out in the long run? You know, you're buying all this gear to go do your first AT through hike. Wouldn't it be great to know that every piece of gear that you bought that you had to invest in, a portion of that went back to the trail that you're going to hike and spend time on? So I guess that's where it comes down to, again, that expectation, like people should be demanding that people in the community should be, you know, putting their foot down and say, Hey company, I'm about to buy a $500 tent from you. Is a portion of my money going to go back to this thing that I'm using? If not, I'm not going to buy a tent from you. I'm going to buy a tent from a company that I know is doing that. Um, So I guess that's kind of my whole, that's my argument. I guess that's my, you know, not what I'm trying to figure out, not what I'm trying to say is the right or wrong way, but you know as a community folks like why aren't we putting our foot down why aren't we saying this is what we want as a community i can't be the only one that thinks that way you can't be the only one that thinks that way there's got to be people sitting around i mean again it's like you said with everybody knows that pollution is bad like everybody knows that i would think that you know trails and national parks need funding yeah, to continue. They didn't get there by themselves. Right. They right. need to continue to be there if we want to use them. So right. if that's common knowledge, what are we doing about it?
1: <laughs> There's – so the reason uh, Pack and Soul is titled Pack and Soul mm-hmm. is I met this guy in the south named No Rush, and yeah. he, he so adequately with his you know Massachusetts accent said, if you can't carry it in your pack or in your soul – you don't need it. Right. Which was such a beautiful awakening to me at that time because we all know that, but there's so much extracurricular that happens around us that we don't need and is actually detrimental to us. Right. And the idea that your pack and your soul are linked is such a beautiful metaphor to being on a trail. Yeah. Like you have your pack and that's the things you you know, the, the little extracurricular that you Absolutely. do need, there it is. And then you get to fill your soul with all the other really good stuff. Yeah. So it's hard when we're in a, a business or in a field where we are so personally connected to it. Yeah. Right. If we were selling Volkswagens, it might be easier to kind of say, you know what, I get to go home at the end of the night and it's fine. I don't need to sell another car. Right. And that's fine. But because we are so passionately and soulfully connected to our packs it's hard man it's really hard to disconnect and and making a distinct effort and being intentional about what you do with your time and where you go with your money is really important and, you know uh, a teacher of mine once taught me if you don't live with purpose you live by accident yeah. I don't want to live by accident, man. And on trail, nobody gets to Katahdin by accident. Nobody gets to Canada by accident. Nobody does Arizona, Colorado, Florida, on and on and on by accident. There is such an intention behind all of that that is so worthwhile. And I think what's so disheartening for you and for me as well is that where does that intention go once you're not on trail anymore? Right. That's cool that there's a physical challenge in a in a competitive component. Like I I dig that. You are you are a competitive cyclist, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. super competitive when I go out it. on the trail yeah, too. You still I, yeah right? You yeah, still competitive are with myself. <laughs> me, me too, exactly. And that's that's cool, man. That's dope. Yeah. Like I actually really dig that, and and that's part of it. But that doesn't discount the fact that we're out there for. There's a lot of places we can be competitive with ourselves. Yeah. Why are we there? Why are we there? And what's our intention behind it? where does it go once we're off so these outdoor brands and these organizations that are made up of people just like you and me man yeah like when we talk to anybody who works at an outdoor company they're they're trash to begin with you know what i mean at some point they were they were a piece of trash like you and me
0: yeah where where did it go from there real quick for anybody that's listening I I just, because I recently ran into this. Really? When he said trash, he meant hiker trash. And just to throw it out there, God, I feel like I've said this so many times. (laughs) Really? The term hiker trash, ladies and gentlemen, is a term of endearment. Oh, I love it. It's what we call each other. It's out of respect. No, we're not calling each other pieces of trash in a mean way. I understand that hikers are good people. I'll I'll say something like, uh, I started putting my CDT videos out. Yeah. And not to go off on a tangent and a side story, but... Somebody like I said something in it about hiker trash and said we need to stop this, we need to stop this calling hikers trash. Like it's it doesn't make any sense and hikers are good people. And I was like, yeah, I understand they're good people, but as weird as it sounds, that's why we call each other trash. Right. It's a term of endearment. Yeah, like we love each other and we call each other trash almost as a joke. It's tongue in cheek. We're not actually calling each other trash. It's it's more of a badge of honor to be called hiker trash. So when he says trash, ladies and gentlemen, he's not calling the company trash. He's not calling the people in the company trash. He's saying that he was one of us. Or that they were one of us. They were a part of this community. I just, I gotta throw that out. Thank there. Thank
1: you to my my White House reporter. Darnell, oh my God, for man. Retracting like, and uh covering up my trail just, there. I,
0: just so many people don't understand, and, and like it's yeah, that it, it makes sense, right? Like if I wasn't in a community and I heard somebody call someone oh trash, I'd be like, you asshole, <laughs> like which is true. I guess I intrinsically like included myself and you in it. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to. And I got anybody. it. Like when yeah, you said yeah. it, I'm like, yeah, I am. I am trash. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yes, folks, it's we're not. It's. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing to call trash. So go on. I don't, I don't even mean know to, where. <laughs> That's I, okay. You're talking about, you know, people in the companies are, yeah, they were, they, they're made up they, of us yeah. and you they're and started, I, they're started by how, hikers. They're started know. by people that
1: are love the outdoors. Exactly. And they still do. I just think, you know, the responsibility and, and I'm thinking about it from their viewpoint, man. And like, okay, if I was a CEO of a massive outdoor yeah. company, how would my business actually look? Sure. And I think that's a really valid point to think about from people like us, who is like, "Well, they should be doing this and they should be doing that." Sure. And and I really wonder the the challenges. Have you ever have you ever had a, an outdoor company
0: on here, um, uh, like a representative say, "Here's why and here's how." We had so even though Give a shit was built for outdoor gear companies, we actually have a brewery uh, that's yeah. based in Arizona that's on. Uh, AZ Wilderness, um, amazing mm. group of guys that own that place. And I had them on. I listened to them yeah. yeah. and yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah, like true. from the get-go, yeah. that was their business, like their plan from yeah. the get-go. Is like that was built into their business. It wasn't an afterthought of like I've started a company. Now I'm making money. Now I should give back. It was from the beginning. If we're going to start a company, we should do something to give back to make sure it's not just about profit, which was amazing. Which that's, ultimately helped them. Like that was profitable for them. And that's That's something like I want to get into that is like if you're an outdoor company and you're listening right now, if you own a company, if you you work at a company, think about this just for a second. Not only does giving back to the thing that you're profiting off of, like not only is it a good thing, look at it as a marketing standpoint. Don't you think (laughs) that a community – that is based around the outdoors and being tight knit and loving something and supporting something. Don't you think that if that community knows that you yeah. also feel yeah. the same way and give back, they're not going to spend more of their dollars at your company. Like it's simply, it's, it's just a win, win,
1: win. It is. I mean, Darwin personally, and speaking, it drives me
0: nuts that companies don't stop and think about that. Sometimes I have to put that into people's brains of like you know i'm not gonna lie whenever we we reached out to some of the companies that are on give a shit i used that i said hey not only is this thing gonna help to give back but it makes you look really good as like a part of the community as a part of like you know uh hoping to fix a problem hmm. so why wouldn't you do that it's just win 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 for keep you keep on winning <laughs> i mean listen
1: man per- personally and selfishly like i'm here right now yeah. because i'm also subscribing to that yeah like if if i approached you at all that was like hey man i made this uh film and it's the AT and can you just promote it
0: for me and like no i told you to yeah. kick rocks i do it all the time to people yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean so, for anybody that's yeah you know let me let me throw that out there for everybody real quick if you've reached out to me and asked me to promote something for you just because you want it to get popular or just because you want it to succeed. Yeah. Whether that's a company or a personal YouTube channel. And I have not responded to that. That's why. It's probably why. That's why. Yeah. Like, if I don't think that you have good intentions in doing something, like I'm not just going to promote something for you. So the intention has to be there to begin with. Yeah, and, absolutely. and
1: like, again, authentically speaking, that is where my intention was. But the point is I get to access you. Yeah who, you know, has this audience and has yeah, this cloud And that absolutely, because it's also positive. It's a win, win, win. And I'll throw absolutely. one more win in there. Why not? And, you know, I mean, like you don't even even if you do it inauthentically, which I'm not subscribing to, but like Michael Vick, right? He gives so much money to animal rights and dog fighting organizations because he wants to or because he has to.
0: What does it matter? Right. Like the money's going, right, going there right. and the attention's if, going there. If, if there's, if there's a good impact. It's going. Go, it's it, going there. That's what matters. Right? You know what I mean. That's what changes things.
1: Right. It's like I, whatever he did in the past, whatever outdoor companies have done in the past, and I'm not equating you know dog fighting to outdoor companies. Yeah. That's God. <laughs> do you want to give, give a disclaimer on that too? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, I think the people can probably pick that <laughs> one up. They're smart folks. We're don't smart. Be <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, but no matter if outdoor companies have participated in giving back and, and being aware, whatever, on yeah. and on, whether you want to or not, it doesn't really matter per se, as long as it's
0: actually going there, as long as it's, yeah. act, and, and it will be successful from that standpoint. And it's just reassuring that you'll have a business going into the future. If you are a backpacking gear company and you need people, To buy, like the only reason people are buying your gear is so they can take it backpacking. But if that land isn't around for them to take it backpacking, then they're not going to buy the gear. Therefore, you don't have a business. So, by supporting something, giving back to it, and making sure that it's still there to be quote Mm -hmm. unquote profitable off of, you're just like, you're just reassuring that you're going to have a business in the future. There's some mathematical formula that you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Like it just this plus that. And the, yeah, so like it, it it's, won't be there. So it's those two things that, like,
0: I just don't yeah. as a business owner. Right. Right. I don't understand why other business owners aren't stopping to think about that. And maybe it's just because again, because the, the community isn't expecting that of people because the community is not stepping up because people aren't, you know, pointing out that it's an issue. Right maybe that's why. It's because I don't think that I don't think that anybody, especially let me point out, I don't think that anybody in the cottage gear industry cuz mm. give a shit as a lot of cottage companies. You know, we don't have any big huge companies on our thing. And honestly, like if they want to be awesome, but we're not really going after them. Um it's it's more of the 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 companies that are built out of the community that we're all a part of, right? Like as you said, most of those companies are started by hikers mm-hmm. or Dirt bags or climbers or, you know, whatever you want to call them, they, they're spawned out of this community. And they're still small enough to kind of still be in this community. So, you know, I don't think that anybody is like just money hungry and they're bad people. I don't think anybody is just inherently sitting out there like, screw that, I'm not giving back. <laughs> Twisting their mustache. Yeah, I just don't yeah. think that anybody I – I just don't think a lot of people are thinking about that. So this is kind of a call to action, I guess, on this episode. Again, if you – are a company, if you own a company, if you're running a small company out of your garage, if you are quite a bit bigger and you have 90 employees, if you're a part of this community, if you're making gear that people are using on public lands and you want to give back, if you want to secure that land for future business, if you want to just simply do the right thing, maybe you don't need a motive, contact us, get a hold of us. You can send us an email at theoutdoorevolution at gmail.com. Let us know that you want to be a part of Give a Shit. Help stand up and, and be a part of this to secure this public land, to make sure that we're fighting for it, we're protecting it, we're funding it, we're giving back to it. Make sure that it's still going to be here for future generations. Make sure that you can still make a backpack 20 years from now and like have an actual too. business. And if you are a part of the community – And you're buying gear. And I know everybody that's listening to this damn podcast is buying gear. You're probably like on your phone right now scrolling, looking at a new (laughs) tent, looking at a new pair of shoes, a new hat, whatever the hell it is. Because you watched one of my goofy YouTube videos. shiny. Um, You know, if if you are a part of this community and you want to make sure that you can still be a part of this community going into the future, um, you know, expect it reach out, get a hold of the company, send an email, say, Hey, I saw, you know, not just to promote my own promote anybody's, but as you know, as an example, send an email. If you're about to buy a tent or a pack from a company, send an email to that company and say, Hey, like I saw this awesome campaign called hashtag give a shit where companies are giving back to public lands. Do you do that? And if not, why don't you, why aren't you doing that? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you giving back? So maybe that's what it takes. Maybe it's the community stopping and realizing that it matters, stepping up and expecting that out of companies. Let companies know. Because maybe the company just doesn't know. You know, yeah. again, like I don't think that anybody's bad. I don't think that anybody's no inherently doing there's rarely a nefarious agenda no, in that no. regard, man.
1: And listen, man, I, I mean I work in Hollywood, right? I'm an actor, I'm a filmmaker, yeah. and and like that industry is so reactionary. Yeah. They not don't. Bad. They don't. They don't pave the way for too much. Honestly, it's all just a reaction of what's going on and and, and mimicking totally. it. And I hope the outdoor industry doesn't become that and isn't that. Yeah. And that's it, what scares me. About and it's scary. It. Yeah. It's scary to just be reactionary, you know. Because when we think about our trailblazers, men, women, and otherwise, who literally blazed the trails, they were yeah. not reactionary. They were the ones who propelled us forward, yeah. progressed they us, were right? They were thinking
0: about what's going to happen in the next exactly. you know, 10, 20, 50, 100 years. Yeah, man. it's it's Listen, it, it's the wonderful
1: immigrant mentality. It's like, this isn't for me. I'm not struggling for me right now. This is for my my kids and yeah. their kids, yeah. and this is for the betterment of, of our future generations. And if I want to ha- sit around and tell my granddaughter or grandson about the Appalachian Trail and have them go do it too, which is awesome and a wonderful absolutely. thought to think absolutely. about absolutely well what do i need to do to get there you know and i think that's really an important thought for for outdoor communities and and brands in general like what do we
0: need to do to get to that point right and there's a lot we need to do to get to that point you know point. people tell me all the time <clears throat> i'll be can you know it, we'll, we'll call it complaining i'll be griping bitching about something like this and uh people will send me emails or leave comments or Tell me in person, you know, no, 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 you don't understand. Like your video inspired me to go want to do this thing. And like, I just, I think it's amazing that you shared that and you got me to go do this thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. But like, it can't just stop there. Like then you, your job now is to inspire somebody to go do it. But if it's not there, if we haven't done these things to make sure that's preserved, that's protected, that it's there to inspire that next generation or that next person or you know maybe i inspired somebody they went out and hiked the at and they started a youtube channel well now their goal is to inspire and give back it's like well that's great but you got to put something else behind it like you got to make sure it's still there and that was my whole point right Mm -hmm. it's like well i'm inspiring people to get out there i'm inspiring people to buy the backpack and go and do the thing but what am i doing to make sure that it's still there when they get there yeah, that they can still enjoy it, that it's not ruined, that it's not trash, that it's not, you know, underfunded. So that is, I guess, like, I just I wish that people more people would have that mentality of, yeah, like it, it's it's out there for all of us to enjoy and all of us to get inspired and go have fun on and hopefully inspire the next person. But you got to do more than that. There's right. There's more responsibility than that. Now,
1: it's certainly a disheartening notion, exactly what you're talking about. Hell yeah, it is. However, I, just talking to myself right now, I work a lot in in education and teaching and youth leadership and that sort of thing. And like rule number one for kids is you can control what you do and you can't control what somebody else does. You can only control your actions, right? So even though that's a disheartening notion, what you're talking about, it cannot, let the people who are active in this community and do want to incite change stop, yeah, right? It can't absolutely. deflate this community nope. to the point of, like, well, if, if, if they don't care, it, what is it called the graffiti effect, right? If there's if yeah. there's a ton of trash on the ground, well, if I just throw one more piece, who cares? It's not really. Right. Or if I pick up a piece, it doesn't really make a difference. It's that's a horrible mentality. Yeah. that it's is also a the fallacy.
0: By, we we talk about the bystander effect all the, the ex, time. Yeah, right. Like right. So many people in this community are, are bystanders of like, hey, I see this is a problem, but eh, somebody else. will And fix it's it. easy to do that, man. I I've done that. Yeah. Like, we're not, we're not yeah. immune to that. Right. We are, oh, yeah. Right? Like, it's, yeah. it's a human, human thing beings, to do right. that. Back to human beings. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, it cannot stop us, though. Right. And for the outdoor brands that are giving back, and they're looking at other, you know, the trillion-dollar organizations and saying, you know, well, they're not, so maybe this isn't the path we should be taking. Bullshit. No. It yeah. is. Absolutely. The right thing to do is the right thing to do, and there are people who are doing it. You know, yeah, that was a sigh.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a lot to unpack, man. Dude. And you know, I sit, I sit and yeah. I think about this stuff a lot, especially like right now yeah. I'm trying to get, you know, I'm sure that everyone that's listening has heard me talk about it, but we're working on another film project right now called Public. It's an eight episode series. Um It's meant to go, it was meant to be launched at the beginning I of know. the year. Can't wait. Here we are at the end of January and it's still not done and simply because you know, I personally have been trying to get people on board to help fund it and to to help get it out there completely free. Nobody's got to pay for it. It's going to be on YouTube for free just so it can educate, so it can inspire people to step up. And again, like it's a lot to unpack because like it can be deflating because right now I've been kind of spinning my wheels for the last few months trying to get funding for it where I can't seem to really get enough traction to get companies to care. Right, And it's like, but this is something that you should care about. Because this, you know, this verifies that there's a future for you to still exist in, whether it's profit, whether it's, you know, being a trail association and, like, needing to protect the trail. It's like, without this, right. like, we can't go forward. Like, we have to protect it now. We have to fight for it now. And, yeah, man, it is super dividing. But, you know, you saying what you said it, it definitely helps keep my brain back on track of, like, you're right. Like, just because just because there's not other people doing it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be doing it. Right. Where it's sometimes it's hard because like, I personally feel like I am banging my head up against a wall all the time trying yeah. to get people to care, trying to get companies to step up, trying to get influencers to step up, trying to get this community to simply step up and care for the thing that they should care about. And sometimes I feel like I'm screaming yeah. into the void and no one's hearing me. And I, I'll have the thought like, you know what? maybe I should just stop caring about this. Maybe I should stop caring because it seems like nobody wants me to care, so maybe I shouldn't care. But then it comes to your point of like, well, then nothing ever changes. right? right? And
1: listen, man, sitting in the Alda gathering, listening to you talk about it was yeah. was a catalyst for me. Excellent. I heard you. Yeah. And here I am right now speaking to yeah. you about the things you were saying. So there you go. At the very least, yeah, there is one validation here for
0: you you know it's
1: important I've to had s- a lot of validations yeah, yeah. From it, you know
0: and I'm not saying <laughs> right. that I have anyone that's right. listening like I'm not saying that I'm not poor
1: darling yeah yeah that's not <laughs> what
0: I'm getting at because sometimes like I'll talk yeah. about something or yeah I'll, I'll quote unquote complain about something on the podcast and people be like oh it's just a oh, woe is me, poor Darwin thing. It's like, it's not. This These are just things I think about. Like I just, I'm a passionate person. These are things yeah. I think about. And I like to put that out there to hopefully incite change. You yeah. know, at the older thing, I talked about this stuff. It's yeah. what I talked about in my keynote speech. And as you just said, by talking about it, by quote unquote bitching about it yeah, or complaining sure. about it, I incited change. Yeah. Like you decided to do something. And selfishly was,
1: speaking, me saying it to you right now yeah. and
0: kind of tooting your horn a little bit, I'm
1: talking to myself as well yeah. because it's frustrating sometimes. Yeah, but just absolutely. say, you know what? Well, what, in, what inspired me? I get it, somebody else. Okay, I, I can now keep talking to inspire myself. And then and then it's a cyclical motion that we got going on yeah, here, man. man. It's important. I think it's also really important to say that like, you going to try to get funding for your film for public, it's not really even about, here's what I can do and please give me money and why isn't everybody listening? Because that's not the idea not either. It's like... You know, you were going to organizations saying, don't give me anything. Pick any conservancy effort, any trail organization, anything yeah. you want, and yeah. donate your 10% yeah. or beyond. Absolutely. Right? So, like, sometimes as as a content creator or, you know, someone who does some sort of artistic endeavor, it's easy to fall into, it's only about me or it's not about me at all. Right. And there's some sort of, like, middle ground there, man. Yeah, it's like, got to be. art is important, and if you do it well— and you put your heart into it, yeah, you should be compensated for it because you're adding love and positivity into the world. It also can't all be that. Yeah, it should be about exactly. the thing you're making art about. It's important, and we're making art about, and I'm including outdoor gear companies right now in this. We are making art. You're making bags. You're making product out of the outdoors. Absolutely. So it has to. It's incumbent upon us to go back there as well.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely. Perfect thought. That's I couldn't have said that better myself you might have <laughs> so um to everyone that is if, if you want to simply you know do your part right now aside from reaching out to companies uh, with a call to action saying hey give back are you giving back stepping up and simply doing that another thing that you can do right now i mean we all like to be entertained i know you guys like watching free youtube videos trust me i know um but right now if you're thinking about watching something and you still you want to do something to help and give back and you want to be entertained, go do something like go download through the great Southwest, the film I made in 2019. You can find it on Amazon or Vimeo or go watch pack and soul. Watch
1: pack and soul. It's yeah. on Vimeo right now also. And then pretty soon we'll be on documentary plus. Nice. Which is an nice. Awesome. Really? Are you guys going to do Amazon at all? Um, you know what? I think Amazon kind of changed their terms a little little bit Mm. with, with documentary stuff. Gotcha. I'm not sure. We didn't look too far into it, but I think that's the case. Gotcha. Vimeo for right now and then documentary plus.
0: Yeah. So regardless, go check out those two films just by simply downloading them and watching them. And, you know, I I think through the great Southwest is like six bucks to watch. Um, Yeah. So, you know, if it's simply six bucks and and a big portion of that goes back to pub clans, you know, directly goes back to something. So you can do something right now by just, you know, listening to this free podcast and then going to throw some money at something to be entertained, watch something, get inspired. And then, you know, hopefully by listening to this, that'll maybe inspire you to step up and, you know, expect the companies that, that you're, that you're buying from to, to give back.
1: I have faith, brother. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I I think this is too important and too precious for us to let slip
0: away. I hope so. I really do. It's you know, and I'm not gonna stop bitching and complaining <laughs> about it on this podcast and everywhere else that I do it until you know. Well, not until anything. I'll just keep doing it. It's just gonna it keep, keep I just doing feel like it. The fight just needs to keep happening. So uh real quick before we get out of here, I do wanna give everybody some news, some updates. We haven't really done this on an episode, but I felt like all of you might wanna know this. First off, Outdoor Evolution is going to be out at um, Trail Days this year. So we're going to be out at Damascus. I think it is the weekend of May 13th, so the 13th, 14th, and 15th. But specifically, I wanted to say that on this episode because we're going to be out there not only just to be out there and hang out with the community, but we're going to be promoting Give a Shit. We're going to have some more of the Protect Public Lands pens, which we will be giving a massive chunk. I think the last time we did 75%. Um, of the sales, but this time we're going to be giving it back to trust for public lands. Um, so we're going to be, we'll have those out there. We'll have hats. We'll have all of our stuff. Um, but we are also going to be recording a podcast episode on location at AT trail days. So if you are around in the area, come out and say, hi, come out and hang out with us, pick up an awesome public lands pin that helps give back. And, uh, if you are a company, we're going to be there and we would love to sign you up for hashtag, give a shit. The other thing that I wanted to plug real quick is we are going to be recording a Q and a episode here soon. Um, you know, it's something we talked about doing last season, ended up not doing it, but now we've had two seasons of a podcast and we figured it would be a great time for all of our listeners to send in some questions. And we actually might do that out at trail days. We might do the Q and a episode. So if you have a question for me, outdoor evolution, Whatever it is. Maybe it's on an episode that we've done. Send your questions to theoutdoorevolution at gmail.com. And uh, we'll get all those plugged in. We'll probably record that episode over the next couple months. Like I said, we might save that for Trail Days. So maybe you can come out. Maybe you can ask a question. Then you can hear and see that question being answered at Trail Days. So a little incentive there. Like I said, guys, um, keep fighting the good fight step up, ask companies in this industry to give back expected of them. Go check out Pack and Soul, uh, help give back that way and do whatever you can to, um, hashtag give a shit. A huge thanks to Nick for joining me as co-host on this episode. Make sure to go follow him on Instagram at through guy. That's T H R U guy to get all the info on how and where to watch his recent documentary pack and soul. If you want to help support the podcast and get bonus content, like early access to episodes, hours of exclusive video, and even a weekly bonus podcast with yours truly, you can become a member of our Patreon community and we'll leave a link in the show notes. If you've been enjoying the podcast, do us a favor and give it a rating and or a review wherever you're currently listening. Make sure to check out theoutdoorevolution.com to keep up to date with all of our new articles, courses, products, and more. You can follow us over on Instagram at theoutdoorevolution. And folks, that's going to do it for another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in.